No, Ziggy may clip it on later. Like, well, he fucking, he hijacked, well, I say he hijacked, he fucking, he booted up the PC the other day, which was a bit random. He, he jumped on top of the tower, hit the on switch, and when I woke up, I came through and Ziggy was literally playing around with the mouse on the, on the pad. And he was watching the fucking um, mouse, the cursor on the screen. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Nothing but class. That's because we're classy motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh my god. I am fucking beat. Oh, there we go. That's that random noise I've been missing. What? Oh, nothing, Shane. I haven't farted yet, so um, count your count your blessings. Not yet. Are you saving some for us? Well, let's just say that my gas has scared the cat off today, and at times scared myself. So yeah. But no that could one's be interesting. No one's thrown up yet, though. No one's died, so that's a winner. <laughs> So Mike's still in the lead of causing people actual illnesses with their farts. Count two so far. <laughs> when you send somebody to the hospital, then you're going to be just declared the winner. <laughs> that's oh, that's not my goal. That's a list. <laughs> Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Alright, here we go. All You Need Is Blood, episode 62. We are ready for action. Uh, I'm, your host, I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo, and joining me are my co-hosts, uh, Michael Whittemore and Shane Smith. Hi. Yo. I was hoping Shane would burp immediately after I said his name as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are, we are on top of things today. I can tell. <laughs> the energy level's an all-time high. So on the podcast, we like to talk about horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official Belching. podcast. Belching. Felching. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> that was possibly the funniest moment on the podcast ever. I don't know about that. That was fucking gross. Uh, That's it why funny. it was so funny. Yeah, funny from our end. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can get us on our Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, all you need is blood. The uh, Instagram account, all you need is blood podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's probably on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, some other type of internet podcast hosting thing Same. that's out there I don't know about. Um, just type in all you need is blood and hit subscribe, as well as like and comment and whatever else you're supposed to do. And share the fucker. You know your job. Do it. Do it now. Do it. All right, so, fellas, 
What's what do you want? On, what's been going on since we recorded last? Um, whole lot of nothing, huh? <laughs> you know, that's the point where you usually, start, usually, like, say somebody. Yeah, You're I, like, hey, I, yeah. Mike, what's going on with you? Hey, Shane, what's going on? With you? you can't just put us on the spot like that. Sometimes no, I like to build in. I like to build in silence. That just like stays there, and and you're wondering, did the podcast skip? <laughs> no, it's the bit when you sit there and go. There goes the tumbleweed. <laughs> we have we have tumbleweaves here in Chicago. I get it. Uh... <laughs> just let them hang, folks. Just let them hang. But <laughs> All right. So, aside from dodging the tumbleweaves, Mike, what else have you been up to in Chicago? Uh, I've been working. Yesterday was my seventh day in a row of work, and I get a day off today. I've had three days off this whole month, and uh, I'm I'm pretty miserable. But uh, the new uh, uh, bloodbath came out, which I didn't get the record yet. It's still on its way from fucking the UK or wherever the hell it's coming from. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a decent album. The new Bloodbath's pretty good. The new internal bleeding is really, really good. It's a brutal death metal band from, uh, the States. And I've been listening to uh, them a lot. Uh, I got Red Dead Redemption two win, and it is the greatest game ever made. Boy, I have, I, I, I thought about, cause I'm not ready to play that yet for like at least a week or two. But I thought about downloading it just to have it ready, so I don't have to wait when I want to. Well, it's a hundred gigs. Holy Jesus. shit! And but as soon as you start it up, you will see why because it is. It's probably I was watching the uh, ACG review of it because that's what I do. I just look at reviews to games I'm already playing, and uh, he's like, um, he says that it's like the best looking game on a console like mm. ever made. Because this, like when you're in the very opening of part of the game, you're walking through snow, and just anywhere you walk has the snow just looks real. It's it's absolutely insane. Um, yeah, I got the collector's edition of it. Comes with a little, uh, little treasure box, came with a little bandana, a little. Does the, uh, does the bandana fit, or is it like a toy bandana? I don't know. I didn't try it on yet, but I will, and I'll nice. let you know. But um yeah other than that um what else have I been? I've been working a lot and I have been still playing Dead Cells which is still an amazing game and you should all buy it immediately when in between you 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 purchasing Red Dead Redemption 2 my buddy's actually a PC enthusiast he just all he does is plans PC and build computers and stuff and he just sent me a Snapchat a few minutes ago of him buying a PS4 with Red Dead Redemption 2 <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, tell, tell me to get Spider-Man also. That's not that's really Yeah, I mean it's you know it's pretty solid. Uh, yeah, last night I went to a uh, Halloween party and Val and I dressed up as Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy from SpongeBob SquarePants. And uh, my M I have on a I had on my tummy it kept falling off, and I ordered a bra in the mail and I painted it purple, and that kept falling off. I guess my bus. How does a bra fall off? Well, my I, I kept like because the bra was snug, you know, because I'm a, I'm a big guy, but this bra was, you know, it's it's a it's a uh, what do you call it? Like a clamshell bra. So it looks like what was it, like a 
like seashells. Yeah, seashell bra. So I painted it. So it was just like a little piece of string holding it on. And I snapped it halfway through the night and uh, kept falling off. But then I started playing with them as I was getting more and more drunk. And uh, Val had to keep tying it back on. Now that, that sounds was... like that sounds like a hell of a night. <laughs> I, I never had a, I never had a night oh, where someone had to keep putting a bra back on me. Someone went as the uh, as Regan from The Exorcist, yep. and she was walking around with a bed attached to her, <laughs> and it was so cool looking. It looked like she was like sitting in, and she had like the green vomit in front of her and stuff. It was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got going on. I'm done rambling. Nice. How about you, Shane? Anything good you been getting into? Um, not a lot, really. Um, in a far better mood than I have been in the last few days. Um, last night was really cool. Obviously, went to my nephew's wife's party, which was good fun. Um, I've been spending money, um, <laughs> uh, which was probably not the best idea, bearing in mind how much I've got left in my bank account after the last two days' um, expenditure. Which made me think, oh shit. Um, but uh, I did pick up Slayer's Rain and Blood, the expanded edition. Um, been listening to the new Behemoth. Um, Behemoth? Yeah. Oh. oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was sorry. thinking, I was... oh, that's something I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, I picked up Halloween on Blu-ray, the original, because um, I didn't have it on Blu-ray. Um and uh, last night, I no Friday night, I ate Chinese food and watched. Uh, did I watch anything Friday night? I can't remember. Um, yeah, not much really. Uh, just been catching up with people and um, paid off my last session on my tattoo, which I get done on the thirteenth of next month. And uh, uh, that's about it. Now, is, is this the final one for now, Shane? It's the final <coughs> session on my half sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just touch-ups and uh, some script I'm having added, and then that'll be it. And then next year, I'm getting my horror totem tattooed wow. on my inner forearm. It's uh, going to be Jason Voorhees, Sam from Trick or Treat, and the Michael Myers, Laurie Strode picture. Oh, the 2018 sure one. Yeah. Because I just saw the picture, I just saw the image of that, and I was like, I fucking love that, and I need that tattooed. So that's what I'm doing. I'll be getting that done sometime next year. Yeah. 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 Oh, awesome. Looking that's forward awesome. to it. I'm looking forward to the pain. Yeah. So getting tattooed. Gonna, get us a couple yeah. pictures there, Shane. So we oh, get, fucking uh, right, I will. No, it's getting tattooed, it's, it's a... It's a cool kind of pain you know I, I like to see it as a bit of ink therapy and i don't see anything wrong with that mm-hmm. although getting your elbow tattooed fucking sucks <laughs> <sighs> better or worse than your taint <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i've never had my taint tattooed so, <laughs> Brian. you never have man you're missing out yeah <sighs> i'll leave you guys to that one then <coughs> oh god i'm dying <coughs> oh, oh sorry jesus clean the if mic gonna, if you're gonna do it die quietly please 
<laughs> I'm getting over a cold. I went to Florida like two weeks ago or whatever it was. I went from 80 degree weather to 30 degree weather within like four hours. Mm-hmm. So now I want to. So it was pretty rough. Well, I spent the entire day yesterday out in the pouring rain and I didn't get sick. So that's your fault. You'll get. You'll slowly get sick. Yeah, it'll definitely because Elise is sick right now. That means I am absolutely going to get sick because no matter what, I always catch it. it. Sucks. I have the immune system of like a chemo patient. Good lord! Oh, it's terrible. Constant, constant sickness. But here I am right now. So let me see. Uh, for what I have going on, I have to dedicate this one uh, to a little uh, mini review, I guess you'd say. So, like, about a month ago, um, when Slenderman was in the theater, I got an email from Sony Entertainment saying, like, hey, do you want a, a review copy of Slenderman? And I'm like, uh, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so I submitted the thing, and I forgot about it for, like, a month, and the DVD showed up at my house, and I'm like, oh, fuck, now I gotta review this. <laughs> so, um, thank you, Sony, for being so kind to send the DVD over, and... Let's see, this is based on the creepypasta story and pictures and, you know, you've, if you've been on the internet, you've probably seen stuff for, about Slenderman. Uh, if you've seen the trailer, you know it looks like a real shitty horror movie. Well, I'm just here to tell you that it actually is a really shitty horror movie. <laughs> um, it, it It's the worst kind of a horror movie in that it's really bland. Like, there's nothing that stands out that's so horrible or nothing that's great. It's like that awful middle range of you're just like, ugh, I just don't I just don't care. Like, you know, the acting's bland and they're teenagers and they're doing stupid teenager shit. And but it's not like so obnoxious that you're laughing at it. You're just like, oh, when is this over? <laughs> so Yeah, uh, I didn't like it. The the Slender Man character himself, his powers or what happens to the girls is not well-defined at all. It's just like spooky shit's happening. Uh, and then one girl disappears. And you're like, okay, where'd she go? And no questions ever really get answered in the movie. Um, they get, sort of get picked off one by one. And then the movie ends. And I'm like, alright. That's it. So... The DVD itself has a couple extra features on it, which would, if you, you know, if you like the movie, I'm sure it'd be nice. Uh, I wasn't in, so inclined just to watch them because I don't really care. But, um, but yeah, there it is, uh, Slenderman. Uh, if you like all the Slenderman stories and shit on the internet and video games and everything, um, I, I guess you'd probably want to check this out. I mean, for everyone else, do not, don't even bother. Not worth it. So. Slenderman 2018. What do you say, Shane? Should I sh- should I send you my copy? <laughs> Go on. I'll tell you what. Send it to me. I'll give it a watch, and then I can berate you for it forever. Because if it's as bad <laughs> as that fucking film, Evil, you'll never hear the end of it. No, the worst part about this is that it's like I said, it's not that bad. It's just you're you're bored. You're like, I wish this was worse, and I could have something hilarious to say about it. All right, send it to me, and I'll give it a watch. All right, well, put it in your next care package, Shane, along with some other horrible things I could find. (laughs) Cheers. Yeah, so, that's Actually, that that reminds me, I've got to put something together for you, actually, because it's your birthday, isn't it, soon? It is my birthday soon. Actually, about seven days from this recording. Right. So, you're going to be, what, like, 42, 43? Yeah, somewhere around there. (laughs) Oh! Not as old as me. 
I feel like I'm <laughs> 60. But I turned I turned 31 in uh, like five months, four months. So I remember I remember when I was 31. It's, <laughs> it's the exact same as every other year of your life. <laughs> <clears throat> I see, I was 31. That was 13 years ago. Because I'm old fuck. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm going to pass on that. I'm just going to stop getting older. I think I'm just going to kill myself when I hit 40. That sounds reasonable. Oh, yeah, I wish I thought of doing that. What else is there to do? <laughs> hey, what? What? what you're going to miss Slender Man 2 if it comes out after that. <laughs> the reboot. Slender Man reboot. Hey, you're gonna Next with the Marvel franchise. You're going you're gonna to miss Kill the Bride when it eventually comes out as well. Kill, Kill the, bride? the Bride? What's that? Kill the Bride is the follow-up to Kill Bill, if it ever happens. Oh, I remember hearing about that 20 yeah. years ago when that movie came out. <laughs> yeah. I don't think probably that's ever going to happen. It probably will be fucking 20 years by the time it does come out. Because this is, isn't this Tarantino's second to last movie? He's doing 10 movies and then he's calling it quits. He's got oh, one more left he, in him. He's full of shit. He's going to keep making fucking movies. This fucking Tarantino <laughs> we're talking about for crying out loud. Of course he's going to carry on. I mean, what else is he going to do? There's only so many feet you can smell. <laughs> or drink whiskey from. <laughs> Like he did in I'd From s- Dusk Till Dawn. I'd still smell Irma Th- Uma Thurman's feet. He wouldn't. I don't, about, <laughs> I don't know about Uma Thurman, but I definitely sell my Hayek's. Fucking right. I could. St- I could still. I could still jam to some Uma Thurman. I mean, oh, Selma, yeah. Hayek, Selma Hayek. She just turned fifty. Holy shit! Let's just think about that. Yeah. She would have been twenty-eight yeah. when she did From Dusk Till Dawn. Jeez. And she's still hot as fuck. Sure. She's a good-looking woman. God damn it. All right, fellas, what do you say we get to our main topic here? Oh, yeah. I want to keep yeah. talking about Selma Hayek. Well, no, let's move swiftly on, because we all know what Mike's going to do if we carry on. <laughs> well, we could talk about Selma Hayek, because it does sort of fall into a little bit of a vampire discussion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. A little bit of transition there. Uh, but instead, I think we were going to focus on a different vampire. Um, originally, which was a much cooler idea, uh, we were going to do like a Universal versus Hammer, sort of like compare the horror movies. Uh, but I think all three of us weren't prepared for any of that shit. So we're like, <laughs> <laughs> we gave up on that pretty quick. <laughs> we're like, that's a yeah. great idea. Yeah, stop kind that. Yeah, let's do something else. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to talk about various Draculas. Dracula movies, and uh, you know, see if there's some we like, some we hate, uh, whatever various versions are out there. Uh, I've got a few listed on mine. Um, I don't think we're gonna do anything extensive. There's so many of these fucking movies, we could easily do a three or four part episode on just fucking Dracula. It's insane. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, probably, you know, the most iconic one is um, Bela Lugosi and uh, Universal's Dracula, probably the most famous depiction of the character, uh, I think. Sure the the fuck was that? What? What was that? Where's my phone? It just randomly fucking blasted some shit out, whatever the hell that was. What the fuck? Are you on, like, a, a voice? Ma- What's going on? Are, are we on speakerphone, Shane? 
<laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no. What do they got over there? Don't they have like the MI6 people? Yeah, MI6. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. their uh Tom Cruise and them are uh Oh dude, I won't worry about that. They've been after me for fucking years. <laughs> Tom Cruise. I think you're thinking of James Bond. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, it does, he did the Mission Impossibles. He was in Mission Impossible Six, so that's an MI six. There you go. <laughs> I don't know about their crazy crazy laws over there in London. Yeah. It's not fucking London. <laughs> <laughs> On that last episode, I'm like, oh, maybe I could cut that out and make me not sound stupid. And I'm like, nah, it's too funny. I got to leave that in. <laughs> Shane in a... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah. Uh, that so, Dracula. 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 He wasn't the first uh, depiction of Dracula. Uh, that's probably Max Shrek and Nosferatu. Uh-huh. Um, and that is a version of Dracula. The only reason they named it Nosferatu is because they're going to be sued by the Bram, Stoker, by Bram Stoker's family uh, for using the Dracula story and name without paying for it. So they changed the tiny things in that movie, but it's ba- it's basically a Dracula movie. Yeah. Um, the crazy part is that even after watching, if you watch a whole bunch of these movies, I think Bela Lugosi still might be the best Dracula. Yeah. Like, what do you think, Mike? Like, after, what is it, like 90 years or something? Uh, I would say, yeah, I'd say he's up there. I would say he's he's probably one of the best. And it's what, like, it sort of makes the role iconic. I mean, he's an Eastern European actor. He's got this sort of natural accent to when he speaks. And he is, like, super creepy, especially when he does, like, the, uh, his, like, creepy Dracula eyes where he's, like, staring yeah. at people from under the cape. It's fucking great. Fantastic stuff in that. Um, what do you guys think? Any other thoughts on Bella? 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 However you say his name? It's Bella. Ah, it's a classic. I mean, I, I, what I, what always sticks out to me that they don't do in movies anymore is they, they put, I think I talked about this on a, on a podcast recently with you guys, but, um, like they, they put the image in your mind. So there's that one scene in Dracula, I think it's Dracula, where they're like, uh, Look at, you know, he just turned into a bat. You know, he just turned into a wolf. And they're, like, talking about it. Talking about what they're saying instead of, like, showing it. Because, one, they probably couldn't do it at that time in 31. But but it's just so cool that the, they put the image in your mind just like you're reading the book or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what that's what I love about those old school movies like that. And yeah, that movie's awesome. Sweet. So, um... Mm. What else you got? What's another Dracula you have on there, Mike? Oh, you just are you want to just like jump in on the movies you want to talk about? Or? I don't know. Is, you, is there an order? We could go in. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to cover every one of these, but I thought maybe we'd just talk about, you know. Well, um, okay. Well, I, I mean, I did. I watched specifically for this podcast. I watched uh, Nosferatu the Vampire, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Nosferatu from 22, but. They call him Count Dracula in this movie. Um, it's a Werner Herzog directed film, and it stars Klaus Kinski as Dracula and Isabel Ajani, which I'm probably saying completely wrong. But she was in Possession, and I didn't know that until I started watching this. And I'm like, yes, because she's oh, a great actress. Yeah, I, hadn't seen, I haven't seen that movie since I watched Possession. Yeah, and oh my god, that was it. 
I, I think this is probably one of my favorite vampire movies now. And I just mm-hmm. got done watching it the other day, and it, it's just fantastic. The way Nosferatu is portrayed in this, I mean, it's just like the Dracula story. I mean, you have, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Harker. Yeah, Jonathan mm-hmm. Harker, like going to sell Dracula property in whatever town he's from. And eventually Dracula comes back and he comes back with the the uh, the plague and he wipes out this whole town. And there's these scenes are just I'm not super familiar with Werner Herzog's work, but like the way this movie is uh, directed is just fantastic. The imagery is just phenomenal. There's a scene where when Dracula is coming over on the ship, he kills everybody on a ship and it's just like drifting to port and like everyone's dead on the ship. And the way it's filmed, it's just like scraping the sides of like this building and there's all these rats on board he brings with him. It's just it's so damn cool. I I would say if you if you like vampire movies in general, watch this. But I would say Klaus Kinski's performance as Dracula is probably up there for me is one of the best portrayals in my opinion yeah he is super fucking creepy in that too yeah it's just he's always in shadows and the way he looks is just he looks like a fucking you know hundreds year old vampire it's so well done so yeah i mean i i would put i mean that's on prime video too so if you got amazon prime watch it it's from 1979 and it's it's really 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 good so there's actually, if I remember right, there's two versions of that movie also. Yeah. Um, there's the English version and the German version, and it's mm-hmm. not just a dubbing. Like, Kinski is speaking German in that version. All of his other, all of his scenes are refilmed um, so he can speak in German. It's, so it's like this crazy, like, double film. They filmed it twice almost, uh, which is pretty fucking cool in my opinion. Oh, and that Yeah, I didn't, I, I, I thought it was just the dubbing, but I didn't know they refilmed some scenes. Yeah, a lot of it, it, I know there's definitely two different versions of it. I don't know if there's any scenes that are entirely different in terms of like what happens in them, but um, I know one of my DVD sets has you know the two discs of uh, both types of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that reminds me of the um, the Universal Dracula with Lugosi. Uh, they also filmed at the same time they were filming Dracula. They would film all of Lugosi's scenes and, and all the English version of Dracula during the day. And then at night at the studio, they would use the same sets that are already set up and film the same movie, but entirely in Spanish. Um, it's, it's sort of colloquial known as Spanish Dracula. It has an entirely different cast and everything. But one of the crazy parts is, if you watch Spanish Dracula, <clears throat> directing-wise and sort of like some of the acting and stuff, is actually like a little bit better because the, uh, the, guy, the filmmakers for Spanish Dracula were watching... What went wrong while they're filming the first, you know, the, the original English version, or seeing if any trouble they're running into, or where they could change the setup a little bit to make it spookier? And they were able to like get all the stuff, same stuff done, and improve on everything. It's almost like having another set of takes um, to get it filmed, and it's that's a really cool version if you ever want to check it out. Uh, that one's it's, it's pretty interesting if like if you know Lugosi's Dracula, the, then you watch Spanish Dracula, like oh that's. It's awesome and a little bit better in some places and a little bit worse in others. I've never seen Spanish Dracula, but I always heard it was a little better. Yeah, yeah. And they they did some interesting stuff, too. Like, they cast not just Spanish or Mexican actors, but a variety of Spanish-speaking actors so that the the same movie would be popular in all Spanish-speaking countries, which is kind of a weird thing to do, but I guess it's what they were going for. I don't know. So that's it's pretty cool. 
But yeah, yeah, I, I do love that Nosferatu movie with Kinski, Mike. That one's, it's a really, really good version of the Dracula story. I was reading, too, that because uh, Klaus Kinski, I guess, was known for being an asshole on set. Mm-hmm. Like, he would throw, like, temper tantrums and everything. So I guess what uh, Herzog did was b- deliberately put him into tantrums. And then told him to film the scenes after that. So in this, he's like super laid back and he's like so like dragging his words and he's tired and he's just not as lively as some of his other films, apparently. And that's because <laughs> he's all tired out from throwing tantrums on set. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, yeah. I've always heard of that about Kinski. I mean, he's still around, I think. He films stuff now, doesn't he? Klaus Kinski? Klaus Kinski. He's, he's been dead. dead. He's been Is dead. It? He was born yeah. in 26. He died in 91. Yeah. Really? I didn't think yeah. he was that old. Wow. He's older than I thought. Well, Mike, I got a movie that Kinski also takes part in. Um, this is 1970s Count Dracula, directed by Jess Franco, or Jesus Franco. Um, it is actually really interesting because this stars Christopher Lee as Dracula, one of the most legendary Draculas. This is not a Hammer movie, though. He's playing Christopher Lee in just a, you know, a Jess Franco production uh, as Dracula. It's, it's sort of really, really weird. Like, imagine if they had, I don't know, uh, what's his face? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark in something that wasn't like the, a Marvel movie. Like, it's a different <laughs> company's movie. You're like, that's fucking weird. Um, this one, again, it's, it's the, the pretty standard, um, Dracula tale. And this one's actually pretty accurate to the book from what I understand in that, um, Christopher Lee starts off as a really old man and as he consumes more blood, uh, he gets younger and younger throughout the movie. So like when you first meet him, he's just, it's sort of along the lines of the, um, um, the the modern one from the nineties. Um, what's his face? Uh, the one Johnny Depp. Uh, I can't remember. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Like he yeah. starts off as this old crippled guy and then eventually oh, yeah. becomes younger and younger. So along those lines, but most important, Christopher Lee has the most badass, badass 70s porn stash, like real thick coming right down the sides of his face. And like from the very beginning, you're like, yes, this is fucking Dracula. <laughs> uh, it's great. But Kinski's in it. He plays Renfield, you know, the psycho running around the asylum. Um, so it, and like, you know, the, the part of Renfield, he always wants to be like a vampire. He's trying to get Dracula to turn him. So it's kind of interesting that he played that in this. And then later on to do that Nosferatu movie, uh, and actually got the starring role. That's but awesome. This, this one I really liked. It was pretty accurate to the book. It had a pretty hilarious ending because apparently while filming the movie, they essentially ran out of money and they're like, oh fuck, we got to like, just end it in <laughs> the final scene of the movie is a bunch of people that find Dracula's tomb and they find his coffin. They bring him up, bring him up to the top of the castle during the day and they like open his coffin. He catches fire and they just throw the coffin off the side of the castle <laughs> on fire. It's just like, it's just some guys throwing a wooden box over the, the top of a castle. It's awesome. So, so ridiculous. But yeah, I really like this one. It's a little low budgety. Like if you ever watch any of those low budget seventies movies, it's kind of like that, but Christopher Lee is killing it. Um, overall, the cast is pretty good. Yeah, I just feel like it would have gotten a lot more praise had they had the budget to uh, uh, fix up the sets and make everything look a little prettier. Um, but you guys ever seen this one? No. No, I haven't. Yeah, 
Yeah, it'd be worth checking out if you're looking at all, you know, if you're trying to get experience all the Dracula movies. I think this is a nice stopping point for it. You know, good to pick it up and see what's going on. So, Shane, you had a Dracula you wanted to talk about, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I've got um, Dracula 2001, um, which for you guys is called Dracula 2000. But um, yeah. I don't know why that amuses me so much, but it does. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, 2001, is that, a, is that a sequel I missed of the Dracula series? <laughs> no, they did actually do um, a couple of sequels to this one, but um, yeah, I never did, watched yeah. them. But, uh, yeah, this one's got... Um, this one's got Christopher Plummer, Gerard Butler as Dracula. Um, yeah, Christopher Plummer plays Abraham Van Helsing. Um, you've got Johnny Lee Miller in it, Justine Waddle. Um, and uh, you've got Omar Epps in this as well, which is uh, kind of interesting. And Jerry Ryan from DS9. You know, Jerry Ryan, Seven of Nine. Yeah, I don't know Star Trek. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just Google Jerry Ryan. That's what this I'm going to say. This isn't like felching, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jerry Ryan. J, no, J-E-R-I. Oh, her! Yes. The Star Trek. Uh, she's oh, the board. Oh, the Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's in it. And um, yeah, actually, I've just fin- I've just finished watching it. Whilst we were um, starting up the podcast, uh, it was just running in the background. Um, but yeah, basically, this one it's uh, set in the year two thousand, and uh, a group of thieves break into Van Helsing's property um, in London um, to rob Van Helsing. And what they end up doing is going into the basement of his building and finding all these antiquities and they come across a coffin which they then steal um and leads to all kinds of shenanigans because they're on a plane and they try to open it up somebody cuts themselves and dracula inside the coffin sucks the blood through the coffin you know um as you do and uh basically kills everybody on the plane and then um, ends up in new orleans so uh, Van Helsing and um, Johnny Lee Miller's character, um, Simon, end up going to New Orleans to try and find Van Helsing's daughter, played by Justine Waddle. Um, and she plays Mary. And um, upon arrival, they discover that um, Mary's best friend, Jerry Ryan's character, and... Um, one of the uh, thieves have been turned into the Brides of Dracula and they go around basically munching on people and much hilarity ensues. And this one makes um, it kind of, you have a twist on the Dracula mythos because they make Dracula himself to be Judas Iscariot. Um, And obviously he curses God's name and becomes a vampire, the first vampire. Um, so he is Judas Iscariot, so to speak. Um, and you know, it's, it's not a bad movie. I kind of like it. Um, well, I always have liked it. It's just got a really cool soundtrack to it. Cause you've got monster magnet, Lincoln park, static X and like a system of a down on there as well. So it's got a really cool soundtrack. Um, all like the cool new metal and thrash stuff from 
the year 2000, 99, 2000 kind of thing. Um, overall, it's it's uh, it looks it's pretty. You know, it's got lots of colours. There's lots of colourful stuff in the film. It's quite arty in places, but um, some of the effects are pretty cool. There's mm-hmm. a few practical effects in it that are quite cool. Um, obviously, with it being the early 2000s, they also incorporated a lot of CGI stuff into it as well. But um, overall, the film is pretty cool. I do like it. Yeah. Um, you also forgot it also features uh, singer Vitamin C. Yeah, whoever the That's fuck she crazy. is, I've never heard of her. I know exactly who she is because she wrote the song titled Graduation or Graduation Day. And of course, that she wrote it in 2000, and that's the year I graduated. And I had to like walk down the graduation aisle to that fucking stupid, shitty ass music. <laughs> like you couldn't get something more fucking just pathetic. Um, yeah. No, but the movie itself, I, I like. I like this one a good amount. I think Gerard Butler's Gerard Butler's actually really good in this. He is, yeah. It's a different take on Dracula, which I like. It's not the same thing. Actually, this is the first one we brought up that has Dracula in it that isn't just a retelling of the Bram Stoker's book, you know? No, they have a good twist on it. This was, <laughs> see, this is what I liked about it, because they how they made him to be one of the disciples of Jesus I thought was quite an interesting little twist on it. Um, yeah, and it sort of makes sense then why he's, you know, put off by the cross and all that other stuff. Yeah, and the coins and like the sound of coins dropping and the hat and yeah. the nails and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I like this one. I actually have seen the sequels to this. I think, if I remember right, part two focuses mostly on like an indoor swimming pool that has something to do with it. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long, been a long time since I watched it, and I remember three being the Ascension, maybe, or was that two? I don't know. Wasn't that? I thought that. I thought Ascension was the second one. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was two. Oh, three is Legacy. I remember that one is uh, absolute garbage. I've never seen it. I, well, I never saw the sequels. So, and it's really funny because I wasn't aware there were any sequels to it until about five years ago. Yep. Now, have you ever heard of Dracula Three Thousand? I've seen it. Never watched it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You've seen it, but you haven't watched. No, it. No, I've seen. I've seen the DVD, but I've never actually watched the film. Uh, as far as I know, it's not it's not related to this movie at all. No, but it is the worst. See, from what I understand, from what I can remember, the cover, the cover art reminded me of H.R. Geiger. Yeah, but really yep. bad H.R. Geiger, and that automatically put me off. And I remember looking at it and reading the blurb on the back, and I was like, "No, I'm definitely not going to watch that." Come on, Casper Van Dien. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Coolio. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> Coolio is uh, going to be at a convention near me soon. A horror convention. If I were you, I would get a copy of his cookbook and ask him to sign it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> he has a cookbook? I gave it to... One of my friends got married. That was their wedding present. I gave him a copy of Coolio's cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> no money involved, just the cookbook. Just the cookbook. And they're better off for it. Their life has improved greatly. <laughs> That's what I tell re- you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one recipe for a, uh, a mayonnaise garlic bread that uses an entire jar of mayonnaise on a loaf of bread. Oh, my God. Oh, That's disgusting. I, I'd eat that. I fucking wouldn't. <laughs> garlic bread? Come on. Have you ever had bad garlic bread in your life? Yes. Have you? I'm going to call him BS on that. 
If you make garlic bread and you use like garlic salt or granulated garlic, that's horse shit. That's I true. I don't want it. No, you have to <laughs> garlic bread. It has to be fresh garlic. That's right. It's got to be fucking fresh garlic. And if you're going to yep. use butter, you use melted butter. This is how I was taught to use it. What's, you use what's melted butter melted and then you butter toast and regular it. Butter. Now, melted butter, you toast it, right? You coat the butter, you coat the bread in the butter. You rub the garlic all over it or you crush it up, smear that fucker over the top, and then you bake it. <clears throat> Thank you, Shane. And while you're doing this, you're listening to Vitamin C's album from 2000. Um, no one fucking not. Val and I have a pretty good uh, grilled cheese recipe that involves, like, mustard and, like, three different kinds of cheese, and it's pretty top fucking notch. Oh, I'd be down for that. So, well, when, when we do our, our, our gathering, when we finally meet each other in person, we'll, we'll, all, we'll all bring something. I'm gonna bring Coolio's recipe. <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring um I'll bring chocolate brownies. <laughs> oh fuck. Alright, so what else we got, Mike? Do you have another Dracula you want to talk about? Oh man, I closed it. But yeah, I got uh hold on. I'm I'm looking on Reddit while you guys are fucking rambling away. What shit I don't care about. No, I'm just joking. Um I picked uh Blackula from nineteen seventy two. So, so since I've seen this, I've never seen Blackula before. Before watching it, I just finished it up uh, today, and you know it's it's not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But okay, so <laughs> this is like the complete opposite of Nosferatu, where uh, you should not take this seriously, even in the slightest. So in the very beginning of a movie. A man named Mamualdi and his wife <clears throat> go to Count Dracula's castle because he wants to ask Dracula to help end the slave trade. This takes place in like the late 1700s, like 1782, I think it was. And Dracula literally tells this guy, no, because I find merit in slavery. I like it. And this guy, who's obviously black. He brings his, he's like, all right, well, my wife and I are leaving. This is, this is BS. And Jack is like, I don't think so. So he says he wants to take his wife to be his slave and how uh, mom Waldi should be honored that Dracula wants his wife as a slave. So mom Waldi gets uh, like jumped by these, these henchmen and <laughs> Dracula bites them. And I guess he doesn't like him now, so he puts him in a coffin. And he literally says that you will now have, like, I guess not literally because I'm paraphrasing, but you are now going to be have a lust for blood and, and all this, and you will have a name just like mine. You will be Blackula. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, what the hell's going on? And then it fa literally fast forwards to 200 years later where two gay men are. Oh, he also traps Blackula in a coffin with his wife on the outside of the coffin for like 200 years. So two gay guys buy Count Dracula's castle 200 years later. And they're all excited because they're going to solve the stuff inside of it. And they one of them, one of them opens up the coffin and the other one like 
like nicks himself and he's bleeding everywhere and he's like oh man and then they're trying to like clean up all the blood and blackula comes out and he kills both of them and uh, overall the movie is like okay like seeing like a dracula like figure in like late or early 70s with like all this like groovy music and it's a black exploitation movie so it's like it's purely like goofy and but the, the the gore is is not really there it's just like them with like red teeth after they bite somebody and it, it's got an interesting premise it gets a little dragged out and boring a little bit but I, I enjoyed it. I like William Marshall as Blackula. He was he brought like some like groovy, badass, modern take on on Dracula. So it's it's a pretty standard uh, effort after that because he sees a girl that he reminds him of his wife and he wants to like marry her and turn her and yeah. At the ending, it's like them chasing Bl- Blackula through a warehouse. There's like vampires everywhere and they're like shooting them and they're like, <laughs> and they don't die. And yeah, that's, uh, that's Blackula. I'm glad I watched it because I always remembered the Simpsons episode while I was growing up. <laughs> Homer's watching TV and they're like, Blackula followed by, followed by Blackenstein, followed by the blunch black of bloat your blame. It's so stupid, but I was like, I wonder if Blackula is real. And then I guess, I I guess they made a sequel called uh, Scream Blackula Scream that came out in uh, 73, the year after. That one's actually pretty good for for a sequel. It's got Pam Greer in it, who's the queen of black exploitation. I'm trying to remember because I, I watched this years ago and I'm trying. I remember individual scenes, like you talking about the warehouse and the vampires in there. I remember all that. Um, I remember the beginning where Dracula locks him in a coffin for 200 years, but I don't, like, remember the rest of the plot or anything of, like, just, like how does he get to New York? Because it's in New York, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I forget how he's brought over, but um, what, what, what made me laugh about this movie, because it's so, like... You know, it was made like over, you know, almost like 40 years ago or almost 50 years ago. So it's like, <laughs> so the whole premise is like how this guy wants to end slavery in the beginning because it's wrong. But it opens 200 years later to two gay guys buying the castle or the house or whatever. But what's funny about this is, and I'm, I'm just quoting, I'm not, this is not from my words at all, but this is, this is a quote from the movie. Throughout the movie, they're like, they keep calling the gay guys faggots, like over and over again, which just makes me laugh because they're so like, concentrated on how slavery is wrong <laughs> in the beginning. But in the movie, they're like, who cares about a couple of faggots buying a house? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, come on. But it was pretty funny. I mean, the, the movie is pretty entertaining if you're like into that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, the, the ending is kind of silly, too. I don't want to spoil it, but it was made in 72. I don't really care. So, like, the girl that Blackula is, like, in love with in modern times, she gets shot, and then he turns her, and then they kill her anyway. And then the end of the movie, he's like, ah, I got nothing else to live for. And he just kills himself. He just goes on top <laughs> of the warehouse when it's daytime, and he just burns up in the sun. And I was like, ah, that's a weak ending. But they show, like, maggots in his eyes and everything after he melts away. It was pretty cool. Hmm. 
So you haven't you haven't taken up uh, Blackenstein yet, have you? No, I, that's next on my list. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've watched that one. I know I have it on DVD. I think it's supposed to be really bad. And IMDb has got a three point two. So. Oh God! Well, what's Blackula got? Uh, Blackula's got a a five point six. But interestingly yeah. enough, Scream Blackula Scream's got a five point seven. Oh, that's the Pam Greer effect. I guarantee it. <laughs> You put Pam Greer in a movie, it gives you a bonus point instantly. That's funny. I do like that. I also like in this movie that there it does have Dracula. It's not just a black retelling of Dracula. Yeah. It's like, oh no no, Dracula's the asshole that made this happen. (laughs) So that's pretty good. Pretty funny. All right, let me see what I got on here. Um, so there's definitely two I want to talk about. One, all right, I'll go into this one because I know you were saying that you liked it, Mike. Uh, this is. Uh, Andy Warhol's Dracula, which is known also known as Blood for Dracula, and it's only it's only known as Andy Warhol's Dracula. He produced it. He didn't direct it or anything because he's like you know a famous artist and wanted to put money into cinema. So I guess he started producing some movies. Uh, one of them being Flesh for Frankenstein, also known as Andy Warhol's Frankenstein, and this one Blood for Dracula. Um, and it's it's a real weird movie and takes like. You've never seen Dracula like in this movie. He's basically sick and pathetic the entire time. He's like a, a Dracula that's dying. Um, and like, you know, he, he it needs virgin blood to keep himself alive. Otherwise, he's just going to die. And I don't think they've ever had that in like a Dracula movie before where like he needs virgin blood to live. I don't like I've never even seen that before. Um, but it, in this one, Udo Kier plays Dracula and Udo Kier, like he's sort of like a legendary old vampire guy. I was telling, um, one of my friends yesterday that I saw, he's like, Oh, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, Oh, you know, any movie where there's like the head vampire, that's Udo Kier. And they're like, Oh, like in blade. I'm like, yes, like yeah. in blade. <laughs> just like blade. <laughs> um, so, but he's real young in this. He's super skinny. He's like sickly looking. In fact, the beginning of the movie, the opening credits are over him. Like, dyeing his hair black because it's all gone white because he's old and you know like decrepit um but the movie also has like a humor to it like it's it plays around with uh i don't know kind of hilarious themes and all kinds of different stuff there's a ton of nudity and sex in it just like it's like you know it's borderline softcore porno uh at some points at least and while while you're like, oh, this is kind of a weird premise, the whole thing floats around Dracula trying to seduce these four sisters, and he needs to find a virgin one, so he's trying to figure out which one's a virgin. Meanwhile, they're all fucking this one guy that's like the, the servant of the house, and um, every time every time Dracula tries to drink the blood of one of the ones that's a non-virgin, he's like, Bleh! and he's just like spitting blood up all out of his mouth, uh, and then gets like sicker and sicker. But the ending of the movie, I don't really want to spoil it, but it's the most insane ending to a Dracula movie I have fucking ever seen in my life. <clears throat> so much gore, so much blood. I was like, holy shit, these guys are fucking going for broke. Um, so this is a real weird one. Uh, I recommend it if you're okay watching mostly a porno. So <laughs> That ending's easy, worth it, like, though. That ending is way worth the, the whole movie. I... I, I haven't seen this in a few years, but from what I remember, Udo Kier is so good in this, and just the over-the-top blood is just so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about 
how he ends up towards the end of the movie and uh, and one of his brides that comes to save him. And they're just like, well, that's that. And they walk away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Blood for Dracula is is a must watch in my opinion. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, and this is that, I don't know if it's that great of a movie. I just think it's so entertaining. Like you can't help but not be entertained. So you have you ever seen this one, Shane? Um, yeah, about 1989, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't remember much of it at all. To be honest. Uh, you would remember the ending. You'd no, like, I don't yeah. actually. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fucking nuts. There's a lot of there's a lot of dismemberment that happens. It just gets crazy, absolutely crazy. Hey, and you're like, well, it's not getting uh, any nuttier than this. Oh, we're going crazier. <laughs> oh man. I also <laughs> like that there. Like what? In the beginning of the movie, Dracula's talking to his um, whatever his buddy that lives with him and protects him. I guess. I don't know if he's supposed to be Renfield or not. I maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough. Uh, but the guy's like, "Oh, we need to go somewhere and find you some virgins." And he's like, "Well, where can we go?" He's like, "Oh, we'll go to Italy. Everybody there's super religious, so they're definitely going to be virgins." And he's like, "All right." And he like packs everything up and like tosses the. F he's like, "What about what about my uh, my casket?" He's like, "We're just going to throw it on the roof of the carriage." <laughs> and I'm like, "Like it's so nonchalant the way they're discussing it." I'm like, "That sounds so stupid." <laughs> But off they go on a little horse to Italy. Pretty fucking hilarious. He's like, what about my clothes? Oh, we could buy you clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a fucking weird one. Any other ones you want to talk about, Shane? Um, no, I can't think of anything else to be quite honest with you. Well, like I said, I've not really been watching much, so I can't think of uh, much else. How about you, Mike? You have another one on there? Oh, I mean, there's no, but I mean, there's tons of Dracula movies that we could talk about. We could do the Hammer ones, the rest of the Universal ones. It's, yeah, you know, it's 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 so there's so many films and like the whole like Dracula, you know, franchise and I don't know, there's way too many to name, but yeah, I think we covered some really good ones though. Mm. Yeah, there's one more I wanted to mention. I just watched this afternoon, uh, Dracula Untold. From 2014. Good film. And would you say good film? Yeah, I liked it. That was, uh, I think it's the second time that uh, this was going to be the start of a new Universal Monster series. Yeah. And because everybody hated it, they canceled it. <laughs> I think before that was the Van, Van Helsing movie. And I think after this was Tom Cruise's Mummy movie. <laughs> like every time, they're like, no, 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 this is going to be the start of our new monster series and then they release a terrible movie and people are like no we don't want this <laughs> um i didn't think this movie was that bad as as a, you know as opposed to like people talking shit about it 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 was okay um i kind of liked that it was a different dracula story it wasn't you know again the typical book um but it was i don't like how they gave dracula his powers uh essentially the long and short of it was like, if, if you watched even Bram Stoker's Dracula from the 90s, I, he, like, gave up his soul to Satan in, in order for his, fa you know, because he's so distraught over losing his family and whatever. In this one, there's another vampire, played by Charles Dance, who bites, who makes him drink his blood, and that's it. And I'm like, well, shouldn't Dracula be, like, the first vampire and make it interesting instead of just Charles Dance already exists and bites him or mm -hmm. has him drink his blood? I, I thought they kind of half-assed that, and the rest of it, he's just this, like, 
super-powered machine destroying millions of soldiers on a battlefield. And, you know, while that's interesting, it doesn't really provide any suspense um, in terms of, oh, is this, is this character <laughs> vulnerable or, you know, he's just unstoppable unless you make him swim in a sea of silver, which basically is what happens towards the end of the movie, like surround him in, you know, all of his weaknesses. Uh, but even then it doesn't matter because he just turns into a pile of bats and kills everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say I enjoyed it so much as I wasn't, I came in with real low expectations and came out of it like, huh, that wasn't that bad. So I just think it's funny how Universal keeps failing to make these monster movies that they want to have connected. <laughs> and even on this one, at the end of the movie, Charles Dance is like walking through a modern day, um, I don't know where it is supposed to be, maybe it's supposed to be in England or so, some city somewhere. The girl has an English accent, so I'm going to assume it's London. And um, Charles Dance is walking through the city and he's like, let the games begin. I'm like, yeah, there's no more games. You're not getting another one of these. <laughs> yeah, I avoided it. Yeah, it's not it's not the worst. There's way worse things out there. I haven't seen Tom Cruise's Mummy, but from what I hear, that's a much worse movie. Yeah, I avoided that one like the plague. Hmm. So yeah, that's what we got for Dracula movies. Um, I mean, like I said, we could do a million of these fucking things. There's just so many, so many goddamn of these movies we could do. Uh, well, maybe we'll do it some other time. Maybe we'll pick a different monster. We'll do uh, Frankenstein or. You know, Wolfman or something like that. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. He, yeah. Mm. Or maybe eventually we'll build ourselves up to do that Universal versus Hammer. <laughs> yeah, in a year from now. Yeah, right. yeah. We'll have to see. Uh, so any final thoughts on Draculas? Any, any that, has there been any Draculas that you've hated or, or any that you loved off the top of your heads? Dracula that I hated? Yeah. No Leslie Nielsen in there? Or? No, you can't hate Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Uh, I can't really think of a Dracula movie which I did not like, but I'm I'm sure I'll figure it out once this podcast is over. Yeah. Uh, oh, one I wanted to give definitely a special mention to is the only one that's actually terrifying to me, and that's the the guy that plays him in Monster Squad. That fucking Dracula! <laughs> I've never seen anyone play Dracula so angry in their life. He is absolutely frightening. He does a killer job with that. Um, I, I probably should have looked up his name or something, but my preparation level hasn't been up to its peak today. So, yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, oh. Um, but yeah, that's about anything from you, Shane. Any Draculas you like or dislike? Um, well, I did like Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1993. Right. I've always liked that one. Um... That's Gary, Gary Oldman is that yeah. Dracula. Yeah, I think he, Gary Oldman's fucking awesome as Dracula. Um, but as far as <clears throat> Dracula movies I hate um, I can't really think of any off the top of my head <clears throat> so how about, uh, how about Count Dracula? is that one hey don't diss Count Dracula. alright <laughs> I grew up watching Count Dracula. Dracula oh, was sure. awesome of course well, wasn't that a spin off of Danger Mouse uh, it was made by the same people who did Danger Mouse oh okay yeah no I remember those those were great Count Dracula is a duck vampire Mike that only drinks vegetable juice. Yeah, he's a vegetarian vampire duck. Oh yeah, isn't that uh, da isn't that uh, Daffy? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Completely different. 
Oh. I thought Daffy dressed up as, as Dracula a few times. He may have, but this is Count Duckula. It's his own thing. I'm sure there's a whole backstory to it. I don't remember it. You'll have Something to click. There we go. I was going to say, you'll have to Google Count Duckula. Yeah. Count Duckula. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, I knew. Oh, yeah. My only question is, if he eats veggies, why does he have fangs? He's a vegetarian vampire, isn't he? Well, I understand that part. Yeah. You don't have to suck the juice out of vegetables. <laughs> he probably the show did. is not confused with the short-lived 1979 Quackula. Whoa. Quackula. Quackula is an animated fictional character, an anthropomorphic ah. vampire duck. How are there so many vampire ducks? He starred in his own segment, The New Adventures of Mighty Mouse and Heckle and Jekyll. Oh, so that one came from Mighty Mouse. See, now I'm confused. <laughs> well, you learn something every day, boys. Mm -hmm. um, so let's see. Oh, before we, uh, before we sign out here, I got an email uh, that came in from a Mr. James Schweitzer. And he says, uh, my question for you guys, uh, for you guys that don't like the new Friday the 13th, the 2009 uh, remake, uh, for one of the reasons is that he runs. In Friday the 13th, parts 2, 3, and 4, he runs. Is there any chance you can redo these first few episodes? The audio is hard to understand. Oh my oh, god. No chance. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> definitely. You. We have to redo those. You guys I, can I, do it. I fucking ain't. <laughs> we have to redo those. I sent him back an email. I told him, we've been planning and redoing those for years now. <laughs> we're like, we're definitely going to, but... Yeah, we have to, because that, that that's my absolute favorite horror series i love yeah. friday the 13th and just it pains me so bad how horrible that that podcast was that episode <laughs> I know. this oh, is what kills me you. <laughs> we recorded that how many years ago and i'm still getting an email being like this audio sucks i'm like oh no i gotta delete it i gotta just take it off the site yeah please do yeah it's pretty bad <laughs> I can, but then it gets weird when people, if they go on there and they see, oh, we're on episode 61. Well, where's episodes 4, 5, and 6? Why aren't they on here? Uh, I mean, we should we should keep them on there to learn from our mistakes. Yeah, that's um, what I we, figured. Hey, you see how Mike, we right. did. All right? We did. No, we've never learned. <laughs> no, we haven't. We've definitely not. If there's one thing the show's not about, it's learning things. Um, I also <laughs> want to give a, a shout out because a few days ago or a week ago, I asked people what they thought of the new Halloween. Of course. Yeah. Let's get some updates on that. And I forgot to mention it in the last podcast. You motherfucker. So I'm going to do that now. <laughs> when I get it up. Easy. <laughs> I'm going to read them as soon as I find them. <laughs> uh... Yes, I asked, uh, what do you think about the new Halloween sequel? Did you see it? Do you want to see it? And uh, obviously it's out now. And these people... Did you see it? Okay, yeah. So, uh, this guy named Farisk said, I'm planning on watching it on my next day off. I really hope Michael kills Lori, hangs her by her feet, and rips her insides out like deer. I mean, oh, full-on field dressing, skinning her and everything. Maybe even <laughs> mounting her head on the wall. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Barrisett has said, I really like it and put it up as respectable sequel to the original. It's a must-own once on Blu-ray. Uh, Triforced My Hand said, have yet to see it. 
I'm looking forward to catching it soon. Cautiously hopeful. Um, Patrick Timothy Shaw said, just saw it last night at drive-in. I agree with Shane. Strong 8 out of 10. So, yes. I kept my promise. Good work, Mike. And he said he saw, he saw it at drive-in. Are there drive-ins in the UK, Shane? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Don't you know this guy? Who? Johnny B? No, Patrick Timothy Shaw. I know Patrick. Okay. You know him as well. Well, that's what I'm asking. Did he go to a drive-in? That sounds crazy. Yeah, I don't know of any drive-ins in the UK. Hmm. Well, that would be interesting. Especially the, even the ones around here, they only show old movies. They don't show new ones. So that's kind of... Yeah. That's I think the drive-in that's like an hour away from me, I think that shows new ones. Really? Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. I, I haven't to been to a drive-in for a while. Yeah, like I said, actually the one near me was going to have a big Halloween double feature situation with like some old movies. They had to cancel it. It was supposed to be yesterday because of the nor'easter slash storm that was rolling through. Uh, So I did see Mike, speaking of that Halloween, um, a, a lot of people are almost refusing to accept that this is anything other than, and I quote, not one person, but a lot of people have said the perfect sequel. Oh my God. And I just, I mean, listen, I, like I said, I enjoyed it. You have even said it's, you had a positive, a good time watching it. Um, it, it's, I don't know how this could possibly be the perfect sequel. If something's perfect, there are no flaws. I feel like if you could find a flaw, then it's not perfect. Exactly. So I don't know. That's it sounds like crazy talk to me. And they're also saying then that this movie is then better than every other Halloween sequel, which I don't know. I kind of have a hard time with. I feel like two is much better than that was. And it sort of fits immediately with the original Halloween. Uh, I feel like people are giving this more credit than the original Halloween now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I like it's doing well. But uh, yes, that the I am, hype, I am glad the hype is stupid. Yeah. Well, that's like you said with uh, last year when it came out. Like, I wanted to make the most money horror movies have ever made. You know, if horror movies keep making a shitload of money, then eventually we're gonna get some good big budget ones, and that would be awesome to see. Like, imagine if you have like you know hundred million dollars to make like a Frankenstein castle, and they just build a castle to remake a Frankenstein movie. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Stuff like that. So. But yeah, uh, that's all I really have for now, guys. You have any other uh, comments or things to make the public know? Uh, oh. And we'll quote you on that. Hmm. 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 All right, we, we could wrap this one up a little early then. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can get us on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Uh, our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. I, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Ryan Tudelo on Instagram. All you need Ryan. And, you know, I'm also on Facebook, the um, upcoming horrormovies.com message board. You could find me on and uh, probably a couple other places I'm forgetting to mention right now. Uh, how about you, Shane? You can catch me on Instagram, Dead Cell Society 74 and Twitter, Dead Cell Society. Um, I am on Instagram. I do the All You Need Is Blood podcast Instagram, which we now have 209 followers. And I usually post every day something. 
But uh, the last two days have been busy, so I didn't. But I will post today, meaning like two weeks from when this is going to be released. <laughs> I don't look two weeks back. No, I am going to get this up. If Halloween's the cutoff day. It's going up on then, I swear. <laughs> edits and all. But yeah, I, uh... Or no edits. It's just going to go up. <laughs> yeah, follow the Instagram page. I put pretty much what we're up to on there. Uh, we need to update the Facebook group a little bit more when we uh, when we do that. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm in the Facebook group, the forum as well of upcoming horror movies. And, and yeah. All right, awesome. Well, thanks for everybody listening, and uh, thanks for writing in the people that kick back to us. Uh, we probably wouldn't do this if no one listened, or we probably would, and I would just record them and store them on my computer and uh, listen back to them myself. <laughs> it's a sad life you live. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what I want to listen to? Myself. Let me just play that back. Um, but yeah, so thanks for everybody listening. Fellas, thanks for joining me, and I guess we'll see everybody next time. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I farted in here. It smells so bad. I thought you farted. <laughs> Did you smell it too? No, no. I could fucking hear it. I could just hear it going on in the background. <laughs> That's a hell of a fart. shit don't worry Shane when I send you something I'll get a little Ziploc baggie fart into it seal Uh, it up so you can enjoy enjoy the flavor yourself enjoy your intestinal gas Mm -hmm. lovely that's right